0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the five minute basketball coaching podcast with our host Steve Collins everybody, welcome to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Uh, before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you are looking to become a better basketball coach, if you're looking to put rings on your finger in less time and, and connect with your players um, by a basketball coach that has done it, teachhoops.com is the answer for you. So come over and check it out. Let's head off I the podcast. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a series. I'm going to work on series. Um, and I'm starting one with what do best what do best, what do, what do the best coaches do as far as practice go? And, um, you know, one of the things that I think, and this is the first one in several steps, and I'm going to, I'm going to kind of do a relative deep dive into this, but, um, the great coaches figure ways to compete in practice. And what do I mean by compete in practice? Um, so first of all, if you, if you know anything about learning or teaching, um, there are different steps to it. Um, so there is skill in teaching, um, you know, or drills, right? There's a skill, you have to teach a skill or, or do some teaching at some point in practice, right? You can't, I, I guess you could do a flipped bra- basketball practice like you do a flipped classroom. But I think there has to be in practices, there has to be skill-based, there has to be teaching-based. Um, and then there has to be training or reading or learning, Um, And then I believe the third step is there has to be competition. Um, And you can't, (laughs) we've all seen the coach that will drill, 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 drill. And there'll be no time for reads or no time for actions or training. There'll be no time for competition. There'll be coaches that just talk, talk, talk. Well, I think the exceptional, the best coaches figure a way to put competition in everywhere that you can. Now, you can't put it in everything, but you can try to, you know, on that third step, in that progression, you can definitely put in that competitive, that um, teaching thing. So we try to do that just about in everything that we do. Um, so, for example, um, give an example of, you know, a basic shooting thing we will pair up. Hopefully you got an even number of guys on your team. But let's say you have 14 guys you do seven pairs, and you know you do a you do a um a competitive shooting to start practice. You know maybe you're doing perfect shot. We do we what we refer to as perfect shots. Maybe each of the partners have to each hit two perfect shots from five feet, so they're just trying to get their touch. Um, a perfect shot means it's a, it's a swish, but it also does not hit the rim. Um, and I always use the analogy that it's similar to golfing. You're trying to just initially get your your thing. So. And then at the end, you have a consequence. So you do all seven groups are going first group to get done. So they're competing with, they're, they're, they're working together in a group. So you're teaching them that relationship and that building, but you're also, um, you're also working on competition. So there's going to be six losers and one winner, uh, a national, you know, competition. There's a natural consequence. If you don't score as many points as you, you lose, um, and then, so then we have, you know, we'll do like a couple burpees if you lose, or maybe a couple push ups or a one arm push up or something like that. Um, and then we'll do it. We'll do like a group of uh, four or five of them, right? We'll do, you know, we'll step back to five, six feet and eight feet and all the way back to three point line. We'll keep doing the competition. We'll rotate baskets and there will be a consequence. There is a difference between a, co- a consequence and a punishment. So let me explain the difference. These are consequences and it, and, it, and it raises the level of the competition. So that's really important for you as a coach to think about that. It does raise the level of the competition. So, what is the difference between a consequence and a punishment? Okay. A punishment is brought after an action, right? So you punish your children for missing curfew. You punish your children for not, I don't know, I don't, I don't do this, but maybe for not cleaning their bedroom, whatever. You know, your kid, your, your curfew is at, at 10 and they show up at 1130. There's a punishment. It's brought in after the action. A consequence is an agreed upon, not agreed upon, because they're never going to agree that they have to do this, but it's an incentive agreed upon, talked about before on the front end. Um, And the the natural consequence is that, you know, if you don't score as many points as your opponent, you lose the game. (laughs) So I think um, what you do in practice and how you think about it is extremely important. You have to deep dive into the three-step process of, you know, how are you doing skill and teaching? How are you doing reading and training? And how are you doing competition? I think the best coaches always look for ways to deal with competition always okay best coaches are competitive but they also have competitive practices so just a couple couple thoughts for you to think about um, as you're kind of moving forward um, let me know if there's other things we'll do some other things with practices and and things moving forward but i just i definitely wanted to get this out to all of you and have a great day bye sports social podcast network